0: And what?
1: give a huge shout out to Kanan for um, giving us our brand new theme song. That is a new theme song. Not a new show, just a new theme song. Um, I definitely got a Scarface vibe from it. Like, I should definitely be dancing with Michelle Pfeiffer and doing cocaine. Um, But I enjoyed the theme song. Um, It's a great new addition to the show. And without further ado, let's get into our panelists. Let's start with AJ. What's going on, AJ?
2: What's up? What's up? I'm ready for this. Not ready, but... (laughs) <laughs> anyway. That's just getting to this.
1: AJ is very sleepy. Um very bad uh on my part for not reminding him uh when we were doing the show. So I kinda I guess kinda somewhat woke him up or prevented him from sleeping. Um that's my fault. So <laughs> put that out there. Um, but glad to have you, AJ. Uh next up is the world famous. Interviewer himself, the famous Dom. What's going on, Dom?
0: <laughs> What's up, man? Uh, hopefully, uh, my list is good. I, I worked on it a little bit, and uh, I, I have a little bias on one of them, but uh, yeah, it should turn out good.
1: I can't wait to hear it. Uh, if everyone has not, uh, go to our YouTube. Check out Dom's uh, red carpet event. What's the name of the movie again, Dom? Uh, Bennett's War. <laughs> There you go. Make sure you guys go check out that, that entire video. Dom did an amazing job, uh, and that's why Dom is now called the world-famous interviewer, uh, especially if he's station. Uh, he handled himself out there. Proud of you. Uh, make sure you guys go check out that video. Uh, next up, the host in the face of Top Ten. Tia, what's going on, Tia?
3: You know, Jawan, that new theme song at first, I was not expecting that in my eardrums. But then I just need some glow sticks to dance. So uh, I think it accomplished waking us up at this time.
1: A hundred percent. Canon definitely set up a party vibe. Like, after the guys are, like, cheering, it does not let you know that you're about to get into, like I said, um, very much a Dancing with Michelle Pfeiffer cocaine vibe um, from the intro song. But it's amazing. Uh, I had a lot of fun when he first um, sent it to me, so. Glad we got it. And yeah, I probably should have given you guys a warning about how loud it was going to come in, but where's the fun in that? Um, <laughs> introducing new to the show, co host of Nerds with Friends, Christian. What's going on, Christian?
4: What's happening? What's going on, guys? First off, am I the only one on cocaine? Because it's kind of the vibe I'm getting.
1: <laughs> you <Was> are. I, <laughs>
4: uh,
1: I did. Not okay, get no, I, I was. Today. Okay,
4: that's, that's cool. <laughs> no uh, yeah no- uh, intro op uh, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for having me,
1: yeah, not a problem. welcome to the show, welcome to the family um, let me introduce what we will be talking about today. today, we are going to be um talking about new characters we would like to see brought into the m c u preferably in phase five because we know we're getting in phase four um we're not only going to tell you the characters we would like to see, we're going to fan cast them. Um, we had a lot of fun last time we did a fan cast episode with the Batman, so this should be just as much fun. So let's dive right into it. Christian, you started, uh, so I'll let you go first. What is the first character, um, an actor or actress you would like to see um, introduced in the MCU? So
4: I'll I'll start with my wackiest one first. Uh, I would love to see Modok. I would love to see a treatment of Modok. Uh, anyone's not familiar. Mechanized Organism Designed Only for Killing. So, I don't know. I'm sure you guys know, like, it's a big old bobblehead in the Marvel Universe. And who I would cast would be Danny DeVito. Because, let's face (laughs) it, he's not going to require a lot of makeup. You know, like, not a lot of CG (laughs) to have him in there and in the seat. So, I think that'd be kind of cool to see. Yeah,
1: no, I'm completely with you. It's funny. Because every time someone says they want to see MODOK, I always remind people... We kind of did. Um, we did and we didn't. And what I mean by that is MODOK was, I guess, somewhat introduced in Winter Soldier. Um, that was what that program was. Remember when Cap and Black Widow were blowing up in that, um, that bunker? Um, that is yeah, what yeah, yeah. that scientist was supposed to be, like, quote, unquote. Um, so technically, that was MODOK. I would actually like to see that actor Come back as Modok. Um, I think he had a great voice for Modok. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed what uh, the Russos did with that character in Winter Soldier. But to see that physical mani- manifestation of Modok would be amazing, especially now that we've come so far as to see how great Thanos look, how great the Black Order look. Um, Modok visually would be a lot of fun to see on the, uh, the big screen. Um, now that we I know want that again,
4: giant head. I want those little legs. I want those tiny T-Rex arms. Like, I need to see that.
1: <laughs> now that we got, uh, we know that we're getting a comic accurate um, uh, Zemo. Who knows? Maybe Zemo forms his own team and MODOK is is his go-to guy. Maybe that's somebody he puts a uh, part of his team. We do not know. But that is a very great villain. To issue into uh, phase five and going forward, MODOK is a great villain. It just sucks that all these villains that were great, um, we'll never see Iron Man go up against. We'll never see Cap go up against. Like it irks me that we're now getting like the real Mandarin in Stark is dead. Like that, that, that will forever uh, upset me. Uh, that and TNOs, the fact that I never can get the Illuminati now. So that, that, that's just I'm crying <laughs> now. Anyway. <laughs> I mean,
2: technically, you can still get the Illuminati. No, no, <laughs> Technically, no. you can't. There's no professor no. at all. Technically, um, technically, Mr. Fantastic is the leader of the Illuminati, so I'm just going to put that out there.
1: You're not wrong, but you know I want Iron Man and the Illuminati. <laughs> you know this, okay? You know this. Don't even float around any other ideas. Um. Anything else, Christian, before we uh we pass it to the the next person?
4: Well we're doing one at a time, right? Sorry. I got other yeah, ones. Babe.
1: No. No no no. I just want to know if you wanted to add anything else about uh Modoc uh be,
4: before I pass it on. Nah man, I think you said it all.
1: All right. Um next up, actually I think I'm gonna go next. I'm gonna do mine really quick. This one I love to death. Um I want to introduce Nova, but the person I want to play Nova is Justice Smith. Um, he really blew me away with his acting performance in Detective Pikachu, and again, no. Was that movie an Oscar kind of movie? No. So the acting shouldn't have really blown me away, but I just love uh, his range, um, and I think he'd be a great Nova, especially if they go the route of having um, Ryder pass on the mantle to, uh, to Nova and him just not really wanting um, to embrace that he's now a hero. Kind of like the, the evolution you, we've seen Tom Holland Spider-Man go through. I would love his Nova to kind of go through that. I also don't really want Nova to be that young, like, in his teens. Uh, I know that's what Nova has been in the comics lately, um, but I kind of want an older uh, Nova. Like, Justice, I think, is in his early, maybe mid-20s. So he's, not too, uh, he's not, like, 30, 35 or anything. Um, so I think he could still pull off a younger uh, Nova. But um I'm going just to Smith as my um as my notebook. Now, I'm going to pass it on to Dom. Dom, what you got uh what are you putting on your list, man?
0: So, I think my first one would be um Black Cat. and mm-hmm. uh I chose uh Natalie Allen Lynn. She was in um The Gifted and I think, for one, she has to look for it. And since she's already, you know, kind of part of Marvel, uh, indirectly since she was uh, with Fox, um, and she's already done you know, the action and whatnot. I think it would be a good fit. And I, I kind of want to see now that uh, we have, you know, Peter with MJ, I want to see it get kind of interrupted by someone who has more of a uh, sex appeal to kind of possibly – lower him in the opposite direction, especially if they're going maybe to him getting older possibly. I don't know how far the, the next age jump is going to be, the next Spider-Man movie, but I'm guessing it's going to be eventually towards um end of high school or college. So I think it'd be kind of interesting to see. Yeah. But I had this
1: conversation with Joel. Black Cat to me is strange only because she's, Overly um, sexual in the comics, uh, especially to, to Spider Man. Uh, I don't know how right. that would look um, because right, of how right, young right. they've made the world of, of Spider Man. But Tom Holland in real life is like 20, 20, 21, around there, I think. Um, so, I mean, at some point, you're, you're going to have to mature the kid up a little bit.
3: Um, like,
1: yeah. I want the awkwardness of MJ watching Black Cat kiss Spider Man. And then, like, her talking to Peter, like, I saw that. Like, who is this? Like, who, who is she? You know? Like, I want that right. awkwardness. Um, so it would be really fun to see played out. Um, I just think if they introduce Black Cat, she will not be as overly sexual as she was <laughs> in the comics or in the cartoons. Because, um, obviously, I think she would exceed it. The, the one intriguing thing I always thought of um, was making Black Cat older. Not much, but just a little older than Spider-Man. Um, so she's not in high school. She might be in college. Um, and she thinks Spider-Man is older. Um, and she completely freaks the day she finds out, like, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Um, but right. I don't know how you introduce things like that now. Like, it'll be interesting to see how they do part three. The world now knows that Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Right. Um, right. So well, it'll be difficult well, I mean... to introduce... Go ahead.
4: Well, I, what I was going to say is, like, they kind of already started that. Like, uh, they did have an adult woman in the bathroom that, in, I think it was Germany and Austria, where, like, she was telling, take off your pants. And it's like, you know, so they kind of already done that. Where it, Maybe it won't be that hard of a transition to have, like, an older woman, like, tell him what to do since they already kind of, you know, did that earlier.
1: Yeah. I mean, but who I, just, who I like the idea of it. I like the idea of Black Cat being a little older and her thinking Spider-Man is older only to find out that he's a kid, but that that idea of that won't exist because the world now knows that he's Peter Parker. So it, it'll just be interesting to see how they get themselves out of it. I always wanted the dynamic uh, of the third movie to be Liz Allen comes back. Um, and she comes back obviously wanting to pick up where they left off, but he's now with MJ. Um, so the dynamic of him trying to uh, you know make things work with MJ... You know, meanwhile, her not getting jealous of Liz being back. Uh, I think that'd be a great storyline, especially if you're now trying to introduce the idea of Sinister Six. Obviously, Vulture would be back. Um, So it would just be interesting. But Black Cat, I'm 100% um, cool with seeing. It's just how they do it. Um, Mm Because I obviously don't want you to water her down, but I also don't want you to make her comically, uh, overtly (laughs) sexual. It'd just be weird. Um, but, yeah, Black Cat, I'm all down for. Um, I think Tom Holland would, would would work that awkwardness very well. It would make you yeah. feel weird how weird he feels. Um, <laughs> so I think that would be great. Um, so good pick, Tom. That, that's a really good pick. I would love to see Black Cat. Um, excuse me. Sorry, I almost choked. Tia, sorry. Um, who would you like to see introduced in, uh, in the MCU?
3: Well, first of all, don't choke John. We need you do. Um, <laughs> but, all right, so my, my pick is, a, is cheating kind of a little just because it was mostly inspired by Boss Logic, but now that it actually occurred and happened, it's something that I can't get out of my mind. And it is Mustafa Shakir as Dr. Voodoo. I don't know if you've seen the uh, Boss Logic mock-up. It looks freaking amazing. I've really liked Mustafa Shakir since seeing him in, obviously, the second season of Luke Cage, but also in an episode of American Gods Season 2. And he's an actor who I really would just love to see more so on the bigger screen. And because he kind of already played this, like, voodoo deity in American Gods, it would be really cool to also see him kind of essentially play a very similar role within the MCU. And again, the mock-up just looks so freaking cool that it's all I want to see now.
1: What movie was False Logic um, saying that uh, he wanted Voodoo to be in? I I can't remember the, uh, the, the post.
3: I don't know if it was a specific movie or uh, maybe just simply wanting the character out there. Maybe something like Doctor Strange or, you know, whatever have you. But it would be interesting some of those characters that maybe aren't, you know, necessarily as known um, come into the MCU. Or I believe almost he was doing it for like a Blade mock-up because the whole thing was like on uh, Instagram, Mustafa said that apparently some people were suggesting him as Blade and he was saying, you know, thank you for thinking that but uh, I think Marshala Ali should get that. And I would like to be something like Doctor Voodoo.
1: Yeah, I mean I would love that. I would love to see uh those two um face off the, the villains of Luke Cage taking on each other, uh, again <laughs> in, in Marvel. I, I would love to see that. Um is a very good actor. I, I thought he was I thought he stole the show in, in Luke Cage season two. Um uh, I just Absolutely. also wasn't I, I wasn't that blown away by um Uh, I can't remember his name, who plays Luke Cage, Mike Holter. Um, So I I don't think that was hard to do, but he was really, really, really good. Um, In a season that I thought if you didn't have him, it might not have been as strong. Um, So, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm down to see him anytime. He wants to to do anything Marvel or superhero. Um, So that'd be a great thing, a a great addition. I do remember the photo. I just couldn't remember um, the dialogue that Boss Logic had around it. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely a character that would be interesting uh to say the least i don't know if they would do it as a uh, main villain for blade um but to see him in any capacity would be a lot of fun um really good pick i really like that one.
0: yeah um, i just
1: uh
0: go ahead. i i i think that's a, a really good pick too because i just um started reading savage avengers and dr voodoo was in it so it's kind of it's kind of relevant too
1: yeah and uh, to me, Feige going to find a way to uh, – I really do think Feige going to find a fun way to, if he does not resurrect the Netflix uh, Marvel Universe to find a way to get those guys into the, the current MCU somehow. Um, and I think that would be a great way to get uh, Mustafa, right? I'm saying that right? I don't know why I thought Mustafa. it was Mustafa. Yeah, I was trying my best not to say Mustafa. Um, but, <laughs> um, it would be a it would be a lot of fun to see him again in the MCU. Um, AJ, I gave I gave you time, man. What
2: which, which you got? <laughs> who you uh, who you put All on right. the list? All All right. I'm in the hype right now for like Wu Assassins right now. I think it's really good, so I want I'm going to choose the actress from there. I'm going to choose um Celia Ou. I think that's how you pronounce it. And I would like her to play uh, Cindy Moon, Silk, mm. in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, if if um, Kevin Feige goes the route, and Sony goes the route as Peter Parker goes to college for the next one or after that one, I would like to get her introduced into that world. And you can just, she's more like a mysterious character to Peter's life and more like an enigma type character, I would I would like to see those two interact. She's a fantastic, act, fantastic actress. So, she was also in um, Iron Fist for like an episode. I just want to point that out, but <laughs> which was terrible. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. she's artist. She's literally like a. She's amazing with fight choreography. If you guys watch Wu Assass, you can tell that she's one of the best um, what is it called? Um, choreographers to um for this business. So I, I would like to see her with the action side and the acting side for silk.
1: Yeah, I, I did always want silk to be around the age of where they're at now for um for the cast. Uh but yeah, the the college route to me completely makes sense. Um and you know, you wouldn't really have to try that hard to make it make sense for a character to be introduced. Silk is is a character that is slept on. Um, So if you can introduce her, I'm all all game for it. I think Into the Spider-Verse, the sequel, they had made plans on, um, no, I'm sorry, they were going to do an all-female Spider-Verse movie and introduce her, and I was so excited for that. Um, She definitely deserves her time to shine. She is the most slept on of all the webheads. Um, so I would love to see her character introduced um, Really good pick AJ That is a slept on one uh, Still is 100% slept on um, Alright uh, Let me see Let me go back to Christian Sorry forgot the list Christian who else so would you like to see full, um, We're completing the sniper, Full MCU. circle Exactly so,
4: yes. um, <laughs> um, You know I will I mentioned this on Twitter And I got some people for whatever reason They were getting mad at me They were getting upset but I, you know, I will fight anyone for this, but I would love to see Hercules in the Marvel Universe. And I thought they were hinting at it when they did Thor Ragnarok in the arena when Thor is fighting. He's holding uh, Hercules' mace. And it's the same shape, same form. And if you look at the uh, the bus in the back, they had a Beta Ray Bill. They had what I thought was Hercules on there. So, but I think he would be great for the comedy um, and his run right after world war Hulk was, I thought was so awesome. That's when I fell in love with the character. Uh, and then you can bring on my show. That would be also awesome. It's later on. They're going to switch the Hulk. You know, that's another route of going, but if I had to cast it, um, I think these two guys, either one can do it. I think they have the look. Um, I don't know about the comedic chops, but I would say Carl Urban just because I love him. And I think he should be in everything. I think he's a totally underrated actor. He does get enough parts. Or uh, Joe Manganiello, who's built, you know, he's built for it. He doesn't really got to put on much weight or muscle weight, you know, but I don't know if he can handle the comedic parts. But, you know, I haven't really seen him in anything comedic, but he's definitely got the built for it.
1: Uh, Carl Urban should be in everything. Um, and that's not even me exaggerating, like literally just cast him for everything and he's going to make it, uh, so much fun. Um, watch the boys if you don't believe me. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I,
4: that's that just yeah, amazing. I,
1: yeah. I a hundred percent think Carl Urban would be great at that. Um, uh, and also I would love that because I don't count Thor Ragnarok as an actual role, um, for Carl Urban because that just, that was a waste. Um, that was an extreme waste of a guy. Like roles like that are why people don't give Carl Urban credit as an actor. But Juan, that says, was I'm
3: sorry uh, though. That no, role was hilarious in Thor in Thor Ragnarok. I got these from a place called Tech Ass. Ah. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> like, he was I'm funny off. but
1: to me to me I think to show how dope Scourge is, to make him to have uh, comedic moments, you know, fine. But make him a little bit more serious. Make him a little bit more dangerous. Um, you know, make it a little bit more like the comic. And I think they got so much away from it. Um, they just he kind of seems silly. Like, and to me, it's like Carl Urban can do much more than just be silly. Um, and, and oh. I kind of wanted Scourge to be a mix between. I actually would have preferred Scourge to be somewhat like exactly what he was in the boys. Um, to where he was very serious but had great comedic timing. Um, you know, kind of be a blend of that. Like, to me, I just thought his role in Ragnarok was just way too silly, and it was all funny. Um Yeah, I don't th-
4: care if they bring true. him in. I, I, I don't even care if they bring him as a stupid alien. Fuck it, whatever. Hercules is an alien. I guess, like, <laughs> Thor, you know, but I would love it that he'd be a demigod. You know, we can see yeah. some other stuff going on. It'd be great if they start showing the gods. I feel like there's a lot of great uh, Marvel stuff with the deities that there's so much potential. I mean, even pull them from the next dimension. If you're going to do it from the Doctor Strange, fuck it. They're not from this dimension. They're from a different one, whatever. Like, they're coming from wherever.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would even like the idea of Joel threw this by me. He was like, now that we know Loki exists in a different timeline, what if in that timeline, um, you know, it's a different scourge, a more accurate scourge that actually works with Enchantress? And I was like, yeah, I would freaking love that. Like, that'd be great. Have Carl Urban come in, um, you know, reprise his role, make an appearance in the Loki show. I would completely love that. I think that'd be so much fun. Loki just having a band of of his own villain team with with Scourge and Enchantress. That'd be so much fun. Um, But, yeah, him as Hercules, and that was Hercules uh, on the bus. Um, I'm trying to think of the other. uh, There was a creature... Um, Beta Ray Bill, Beta Ray Hercules. B- yeah, yeah. There was another creature that's green with like this weird mouth. I I can't remember his name. Um, but Hercules was on that book. So huge shout out to um, uh, God, I can't remember his name. Uh, Taika Waititi, for throwing that in there, letting us know that Beta Ray Bill's coming. He should have been in Ragnarok, but he's coming. Um, but yeah, really really good pick, Christian. I, I like that. I think Hercules should be introduced. I think he was rumored to be introduced. So we'll see if they actually, um, you know, do it maybe in the next door movie. Um, But all right, let's move on. My next pick, I am actually going with Silver Surfer, played by Ricky Whittle. Um, Ricky Whittle would destroy that role as Silver Surfer. He would be haunting. The voice would be there. The present, like, you wouldn't have to do with what you did with Lawrence Fishburne, which is pretty much just have him do voiceover work and someone else be the body. Um, And I think you could expand Ricky Whittle's, like, his character. So his character could be in a Doctor Strange movie. Uh, His character could be in a Thor movie. His character could be everywhere because it's a cosmic entity. Um, And just seeing the idea, I'm going to throw this together. So this was my one-two punch. Ricky Whittle as Silver Surfer and Ian McShane as Galactus.
3: Oh, Don't have yeah. to worry about
1: anything else. Take my money now. That is what would sell a lot of tickets. Hearing that ominous voice of Ian McShane um, and then Ricky Whittle as Silver Surfer, Tia bringing American Gods to the MCU, like, wh- what's wrong with that, Right.
3: Um, so that would beautiful, beautiful. that would
1: be my one-two punch for um, Silver Surfer and Galactus. Ian McShane for Galactus, just a voiceover, obviously, and uh, Ricky Whittle as Silver Surfer. Um, let me pass it on now to Dom. Dom, who are you putting next up on your list?
0: So uh, I know because they're going to have to <laughs> uh, introduce Wolverine eventually. Into the MCU, and yep. I I don't know what they're gonna do with um, you know X 23, how that dynamic's gonna work, and if they're gonna omit that. But if they don't use her, I would like to see Dakin. Um, I feel like we don't they don't need to do an origin story. You can have it a whole different kind of time timeline for him to where he's already uh, you know, been married and you know, he has this illegitimate son that he doesn't know about and so uh initially I wanted Ryan Potter, but I know he's playing Beast Boy, uh in Titans. Uh so I decided to go with uh Manny uh Jacito Jacito? Jacito. He plays uh Jason on the good place. Um mm-hmm. And you know he just got cast in uh, you know Top Gun. I think he'd be a great role. He has the look. Uh, they might have to, you know, of course, shave his head a little bit. But um, yeah, I'd love to see the dynamic of Wolverine having a son who's kind of a villain, partly because he's pissed off that his he doesn't know he didn't know who his dad was and why. And it also could introduce Dark Avengers if they wanted to go that route as well, or if they want to. Um, uh, an apocalypse route to where he's, you know, death, uh, one of the horsemen, so I think that could be a a great spinoff they could do.
1: The only issue with that is, they're not going to go origin for Wolverine. I don't even think they're going to go origin for the X-Men, period. Um, right. So it'll be an already established Wolverine, and since he's been alive since the beginning of, of time, I'm exaggerating, but he's been alive for forever. <laughs> Um, you know, there's a lot about his past that we don't know. So kids could be part of that past. I just don't think they're in a rush to introduce kids because of how well Logan was. Um, you right. kind of want to separate yourself. Now, having a son instead of, uh, obviously, them going the route of the daughter would be different, but it's so fresh. So you don't want to introduce a kid So maybe... Way down the line. But it all depends on who you cast as Wolverine. If he's supposed to be younger, we're never getting kids. If he's supposed to be older, it'll be a long time before we get it. But it is possible for us to get it. Um, it's a character. His son is a character I fell in love with when I read the comic of um, Deadpool Kills Wolverine. Um, I think that was the name of the comic. Uh, Deadpool was trying to figure out ways to kill, uh, to kill Wolverine. Ends up trying to drown him. Um, Wolverine's son saves him, only so he could kill him himself. It was really weird dynamic. Um, <laughs> but that was the first time I had ever heard of the character, and I thought I thought he was super dope. That's why I thought X twenty three in Logan was supposed to be, but obviously right. it's more adorable to go the younger the younger daughter route than the murderous older son. Uh, it just <laughs> made sense. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it, it's a character that. Could be introduced. We now have Disney+, Plus, so maybe it's a, maybe he gets introduced in a show. Um, I think that would be more reasonable. But it's so much to play around with. But I think Feige's mindset is anything you saw them do in Fox, we're probably not going to touch anytime
2: soon. So that's just
1: something to, to keep in the back of, of, of everyone's mind. That apocalypse probably won't happen. Um, Dark Phoenix probably won't happen. They'll probably go other routes which they should, like Mr. Sinister. I I don't know why it's taken Fox so long to introduce that character. Um, But, yeah, so it all depends on the age of the person they cast as Wolverine that we'll know if we get kids. Um, But, no, it's a really fun thing that, like I said, you can explore in a TV show. So, I mean, it's still a possibility. Um, Tia, who are you putting on the list?
3: Well, to keep in the American Gods route, I'm going to – I'm going to pick uh, Yatede Bacati. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her (laughs) name. I'm sorry. (laughs) I have others others on my list that I can throw out there if you'd like. No, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. (laughs) Well, I'm sure AJ can agree with me that we would like to see Yatede Bacati as Storm. She is one of the most beautiful women out there, and she has this amazing presence to her that she would just bring such this uh, she would bring that character to life she would do such an amazing job at it i believe that she would be able to command the screen in any moment that she was on it and it just it would first of all we've already seen the second season how she looks with those cool effects in her eyes and everything so I think it would look badass with her with the white hair and, the, like, her eyes going all white when she's, you know, using her powers. It would be so cool. I just think that she, you know, and she's campaigning for it on Twitter. Um, you know, there's this hashtag. It was called, like, shoot your shot or something because after a uh, Simu Liu um, wanted to, you know, obviously have his role, and now he is uh, Shang-Chi. And so she's like, "You know what shit? I'm going to shoot my shot to be Storm. And I really want her to get it because I would absolutely love um, an MCU that's introducing the X-Men and has her as that character.
2: Mm. Now, already.
3: Storm to
1: me Storm to me is true because since we don't know how the X-Men are going to be introduced, right? I like mm-hmm. the idea that someone said of the snack causing people who already had the abilities in them that the snap fully uh you know produced their powers um so the snap ultimately gave life to um you know the x-men now it's weird because charles xavier and magneto existed eons ago um so it'd be really tricky um i don't like the idea of another universe and that's how we get the x-men it's very lazy um so, I mean, I don't know, but I always want it, and I, I'll still campaign for it. The newer version of Storm looks exactly like Lupita Nyong'o. Um, so I always like the idea of it being that snack brought out her powers, and she became Storm, only because that's the only way I think you're ever going to get the idea of Storm with Black Panther. I think if you bring in the X-Men, like from another universe or something— I don't think they're going to push Lupita out to bring whoever the new Storm is to be the new love interest. And that will kill me if we go through this MCU and Storm is never with T'Challa. Like, that will literally irk my soul. I just beat um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, and Storm is the wife of Black Panther in it. So I'm like, they get it. Like, now does the movie universe get it? Um, So, I mean, she would be a phenomenal actress to be Storm. Um, she could pull up the long hair look. Um, she very much could command the screen. I just don't know if Feige would then push Lupita out and bring in the new actress who is portraying Storm to then be the love interest. Um, so that's well, the only thing that would just hurt me.
3: For me, personally, and uh, please don't, you know, uh, jump down my throat on this one, but I'm only saying that it's not imperative to me that the MCU try to, you know, fit the puzzle pieces together to get Storm and T'Challa together. Because to me, you know, she can stand on her own. And it's not um, what you know, call it. Like, her role to come into the MCU shouldn't just be, you know, how can we get uh, these two characters together?
1: See, that's why I love Storm. It's not that Storm needs T'Challa. It's 100% that T'Challa needs Storm. And if you you remember the essence of Black Panther, it was how much he needed the women in his life. Um, Like, obviously, he looked up to his father a lot, but think of everyone else that helped him. They were all women, very strong women um, that he was very dependent on. So Storm would fit right in that mold. Um, And I would even love it, Storm comes in and has drama with his mom a little bit. Like, I would just love the the idea of a really strong black woman coming into the kingdom um, and just pretty much taking over the kingdom Mm -hmm. as her own, as the new queen. Um, To me, Storm existing in the same world as Black Panther and not being with Black Panther Tia is the same thing as Pablo playing Master Chief and taking his mask off to you. It's just a <laughs> oh no. Oh my god, okay? you will it never no let no no. <laughs> I will never let it go to you. Uh, but no, can't I wait I, for
3: the Halo series to come out and he like has it off like seventy five percent of the time.
1: <laughs> I just want you to know we're gonna have to treat Halo the same way we did Punisher Season Two. We're gonna have to have two reviews. Mine is going to be about how stupid it was because he didn't wear his mask. And then yours can be how much you enjoyed it because you like Pablo Schreiber. Um, So we're going to have to balance that out. Um, But, no, I mean, Storm is someone that should be introduced in the MCU. That's 100%. Um, That's not even something to, to, you know, discuss. She needs to be introduced. I do get your point. She's obviously not your damsel. She's obviously not the woman that needs to be dependent on the guy but that's why the relationship between them is so beautiful because I think he's more dependent on her than she is to him. Um, So that's why I want that dynamic, especially if you get someone of an acting caliber up there with Chadwick, that balance would be so much fun.
3: Um,
1: So that's why I strongly want them, if she is introduced, to be with T'Challa. I just don't know how you make it work with Lupita obviously already being the love interest, so we have Ryan Coogler to blame for that. Uh, no, <laughs> in all seriousness. <laughs> um, AJ, who who you got? Who you putting up? Uh, what new character are you introducing us to?
2: Alright, so I'm going to choose Luke Cage, and the actor that's going to play him is uh, Stephen James, or Stephen James? Yeah. Um, for me, Stephen James Larry like, his presence on screen is probably one of the strongest presen- presences I've felt in a while. Um, you have movies like Grace or If Bill, Bill Street Could Talk or Selma. I just feel like his acting ability is probably on par with even the greatest there is. So seeing him act as Luke, I feel like that he will play, um, be a better Luke Case than Mike Coulter, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest. I yeah, know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but I, for me, I didn't feel like Mike Coulter didn't... I don't think it was his fault. More of the showrunner's fault that the character itself didn't live up to my expectations. But I feel like um, Stephen James can. And all he has to do for me is bulk up. and I'm, I'm going on the younger route right now. So, him with... Um, Cindy Moon and Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy, I and um, oh goodness, um, Iron Fist and all of them. I I'm literally just gonna cast all of the um <laughs> the <laughs> New Avengers right now. So yeah, this is my choice. Stephen James as Luke Cage.
1: All right, first I want to stress. <laughs> as you were saying, I was like, I'm, I'm going to let AJ say it. I, I don't want to, to knock him for it until after he says it, but uh, huge shout-out to Cheo to Dari, uh, Choker, who's a huge uh, friend of geekbots Nation. Um, AJ didn't mean it, uh, but I will agree with AJ that my culture is a bit on the cornier side. Um, he just never really felt like the Luke Cage that I always imagined seeing. Um, but we're gonna blame that fully on Mike Colter, um, and not on the showrunner. Right so I'm gonna reverse what AJ <laughs> said. Bad. It's your fault, Mike Coulter. <laughs> K.O., you're good.
3: I'm um, having no, a heart attack over there. You can cut there. that out.
1: I, I legit as AJ was saying it, I was just like, oh no, we're really good friends with K.O. Mike <laughs> oh, no <laughs> Um, but no, I um, no, to me, Luke Cage. See, the difficult thing about the Defenders, who aren't really the Defenders, but the Defenders um, from Netflix, the difficult thing about them is um, they're not going to be introduced in the movie Um, only because I kind of feel like Feige gets that they're characters that need to be um, expanded uh, more, uh, you know, through episodes rather than like an hour, or two hour uh, long movie. Um, So, I mean, I don't think they would ever be in movies. As much as I would love for Aunt May to tell Peter they just hired a lawyer, um, and then in walks Matt Murdock, played by Charlie Cox. I would love that. My head would
3: explode.
1: Um, I just don't think that's that's realistic.
3: Um,
1: I think they're going to go the show route. Now, to your point of going young, um, that is the only thing of Ultimate Spider-Man I despise. Luke Cage being that young. He should not be that young. Um,
0: it
1: it should not be the case he should be someone older Um, I always thought Luke Cage should be someone that a street level hero like Spider-Man looks up to um, rather than them being the same age it's just weird Um, so I kind of don't want a younger version and that's why I made Nova so uh, older not so old but older Um, but Luke Cage is somebody I want to see again so that is a character, whether it's through shows, through movies, should be introduced again. I will say this, though, AJ. If they did go the movie route, you calling it Heroes for Hire and just doing a Luke Cage Iron Fist movie to kind of make those characters popular again, um, and you getting home run names to play both characters, would be um, it would be a home run. It would be a huge home run.
2: I, I'll personally want if we do get a Iron Fist movie I personally want him to be with Shang Chi just, <laughs> just for the action aspect of it. And they actually do have good chemistry from the comic. So I actually yeah. think I would rather have those two rather than Iron Fist and Luke Cage. I can Cage. tell
1: you this I can tell you this right now. Netflix showed how difficult it was to sell
2: a Luke Cage
1: and Iron Fist story. Um because no one really talked much about how good or bad the stories were. They talk more so about the characters. Um, So I think if you're trying to resell Luke Cage and Iron Fist, it's in a movie together. Um, And I think that's the best thing to do. Now, for a Shang-Chi sequel, you could easily bring in Iron Fist. Um, Garrett Hudlin, I think is his name, is who I would want to be my Iron Fist. Um, I think he would do a freaking amazing job. Um, But I don't think we will see Luke, H- I don't think we'll see any of the defenders in the movies. I think they were very specific on, they were not in any rush, nor did they want to really bring them into the movie world. Um, so it's more likely we'll see them on Hulu, um, which would be dope. Seeing them interact with maybe Ghost Rider would be really freaking awesome. But, um, oh, that would be the-
2: amazing.
1: I'm with, uh, I just, I want to see Ghost, uh, Ghost Rider, Moon Knight, Daredevil. That's it. I don't even need anybody. Oh, Punisher. I don't really need anybody else. Just those four. Like Jessica can stay gone, Danny, Luke. You give me Daredevil, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider, and Punisher, I'm good. I'm a happy camper. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think there will be more show, more so a TV show than, uh, than a movie. But hopefully we see them again really soon. Um, Christian, I'm going to go back to you, my man. Who else are we putting on this list?
4: So first, uh, first off, I mean, there was a lot of Luke, Luke Cage talk. So I want to say, I think we can all agree that Tom Hanks would kill it as Luke Cage. Come on, guys, I think no, we, can, we can agree.
0: <laughs>
4: I mean, my guy can do anything. Tom Hanks no, I'm just does kidding. Stuff um, for any role? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, the the next character I was going to say is um, uh Hellstorm or Son of Satan. Um, I think he would fit in well now with Doctor Strange since they're quote unquote going the horror route. Um, and honestly, personally, just to be selfish, I would love to see Midnight Suns like eventually, I think that would be really cool. Um, so hopefully that this new Doctor Strange movie is going to lend itself to that, but we'll see. Um, and who I would cast just because I love him and I, I need to put him in something would be David, uh, David Tennant. I think he would be good, like his. He can do those crazy, like, facial features um, to try to add a little bit of creepiness to the character. Um, but that would be my next suggestion.
1: Yeah, I'm completely with you. David Tennant just doing as many mm-hmm. things as he possibly can. Um, but his face look, looks really weird. So it's like he could definitely pull off <laughs> something like that. Wait, who um, that? Son of
4: Son Satan. Hellstorm. Uh, oh, okay, okay.
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, that being in the Doctor Strange uh, Doctor Strange 3 would be awesome, even though I desperately want the third Doctor Strange to be just Dormammu. Uh, but maybe they have a bargain, and maybe Dormammu sends him, and then once he's defeated, Dormammu is the final boss of the movie.
3: Um,
1: I mean, there's different ways you can go about it. Um, but, I mean, that's definitely a character that I don't think a lot of people know about. So um, it'd be great to introduce them in the MCU, make him um, a popular name. The MCU is infamous for that. They they make people that you've never really heard of, um, people that you now care about, a la Guardians of the Galaxy. Um,
4: that's so exactly what I was really, going to say.
1: Yeah, that'd be a really, really, really cool character to introduce. Um, and since you're going the horror route, it'll be interesting to see what a PG-13 horror Marvel movie looks like. Um, and I'm glad Doctor Strange 2 comes out well before Blade, because if Doctor Strange 2 is really scary, I'll feel really good about Blade. Um, but if it feels campy and, like, jokey, I'm going to be like, you guys, don't, don't do Blade. <laughs> like, I know Mahershala is, is all set to do it, but if you can't make Doctor Strange scary and you're bringing in Nightmare, um, I I just don't think you can do Blade justice. So to me, that will be what sets up how I feel going into Blade, um, because I just kind of want Blade to be more horror than just pure action like the original three were. Um, So it'll be interesting, but that's a great character to introduce, especially in Doctor Strange's world. Um, I'd actually rather him be in the sequel than Nightmare because of how dope that character is. Um, and I think he can take uh, Doctor Strange to the limit more so than Nightmare can. So that'd be a great character to introduce. Um, and David has, it, has it been
4: confirmed? Oh, uh, so sorry. No, I was just gonna. Add, has it been confirmed that it's uh, the Nightmare's the next villain?
1: It's gonna be yes. Nightmare. The 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 rumors, the high rumors are Bear Mordo comes back, um, and Nightmare is the main villain. Now, whether that changes. Uh, that absolutely could. So I don't want to tell you that it's confirmed from Marvel. I don't think it was confirmed at the panel. Um, I don't think they really talked about the uh, the story and the main villain. Um, but we can all assume it's gonna be a nightmare. Um, it's gonna be nightmare, and Baron Mordo will probably find his way in there somehow. Um, if we're just taking uh, taking bets early, it's gonna be a nightmare. <laughs> But I wouldn't be shocked if they heard this podcast and was like, yeah, let's let's take Nightmare out. Like, we got somebody better. So really good pick, Christian. I like that a lot. Um, All right, so next up is myself, and I'm going – all right. So I got Professor X and Magneto. I'm going for Professor X, Bryan Cranston, and for Magneto I'm going Ralph Barnes. Um, Both are guys that can completely – like, think about this. When we saw Patrick Stewart and um, Ian McKellen, no. Was it Ian McKellen that was Magneto? Am I saying his name correctly? Someone, someone help me out? Yeah, I think so. Ian? Yeah, I think so. yeah okay. Um, after we saw those two juggernauts, we immediately said, there's no way you can cast anybody else that could be better, or if not on par with them. In comes James McAvoy and Michael Fassman. So, to me, how do you top that? You go next caliber, Um, and I think that's Brian Cranston, and I think that's Ralph Fiennes,
3: Uh, and I
1: think both would do an amazing job. Now, a lot of people are thinking, couldn't Ralph Fiennes just be Charles Xavier? He already is pretty much bald. He could do that in his sleep. The reason I want Magneto is, if you remember, he who shall not be named, Um, Ralph Fiennes plays an amazing villain, like a really, really, really good one. Um, so I think he could do Magneto in his sleep, and that's the next caliber of acting. Uh, like, I know a lot of people are saying they want Denzel and stuff like that. I, it, no, no. To me, no. I, I don't know why I don't like it, but I just don't. Um, so to me, I'm going Ralph Fiennes for Magneto, and I'm going Brian Cranston for Professor X. And to throw this in, because it's X-Men also, um, I got Charlie Hunnam is my Wolverine, Uh, and the reason why I go Charlie Hunnam, if anyone has seen Sons of Anarchy, they know that his Jack is a very multifaceted uh, character, uh, plays, the only thing he's really bad at, I always say, Charlie Hunnam is a horrible cryer, and I don't mean it like it's not believable, I mean it like he has an ugly cry, Um, so... But when you're playing Wolverine, crying is not something you have to worry about. Um, I know a lot of people don't like the idea of Charlie Hunnam because it's too tall, and they want a shorter Wolverine. Um, But I think Charlie Hunnam has the acting chops to be a really, really, really good Wolverine. Um, So those are my three picks for Magneto, uh, Charles Xavier, and Wolverine. Um, So I'm going to pass it to you, Dom. Who are you putting up next on your list?
0: So it's, uh, it's kind of funny that you mentioned Mr. Sinister, because that's who I had on my list next. Um, and I got um, Finn uh, Whitrock from uh, American Horror Story. Uh, that, that was in the what season, Freak Show, playing Dandy. Um, he's got, like, the creepiness of his – he's just creepy. He, his, I don't know what it is about him, whether he's smiling, frowning. He's just a creepy-looking guy to me. Um <laughs> and uh, he already kind of has an athletic build so if they wanted him to bulk up I'm sure it wouldn't be that big of an issue I'm not really sure where or how they would um want to tie Mr. Sinister in but I, I've always wanted to see him he was always a character in an animated series he was always a character that I, I liked but also of course kind of hated at the same time because for some reason he was always he, they could never get rid of him he was like a, a damn roach Um. But with, you know, uh, Mr. Sinister having so much influence and always, you know, uh, attaching himself to whoever's uh, in power, and while he's also pow- powerful himself and kind of playing the puppeteer and, and cloning people as well as himself, and
1: uh, I think
0: it, it, uh, it'd be uh, great to see. Yeah,
1: Mr. Sinister is someone you can easily introduce into the, not only the X-Men world, but... Um into you. Uh, I think the first X-Men movie, obviously the main villain should be Magneto, but I would love it if there was someone kind of uh, pulling the strings of whatever Magneto was doing in the movie, um, and then after he's defeated, um, you could say he's in a cell somewhere or something like that, um, and you, know, you hear a voice, someone saying something like, you told me you wouldn't fail me, and then you're like, who's that voice and out of the shadows, Mr. Sinister? Um, and he kind of gives like a Thanos kind of kind of answer of like I'll do it myself. And then he's the villain for the sequel. Um, so Mister Sinister is someone that's always been very easy to do. Fox has just been scared to use him, and I don't know why. Uh, they had like 90 X-Men movies, and they had they've managed to have <laughs> the same villain for every X-Men movie. It, it's right. beyond me. It's it's the stupidest thing ever. You would think the only villain. In the X-Men world, are Phoenix, Apocalypse, and Magneto. That's all they've ever shown. Um, so to me, Mister Sinister is a step up, and I think once you do Mister Sinister, you do Magneto first, Sinister second. You can then open the doors to do a more appropriate Apocalypse in mm. the the finale. I think you should. I think there should never be another Dark Phoenix movie, like ever. I don't even care if I. <laughs> I don't want to do the story <laughs> again. I've seen it three. I've seen it two times. I'm sorry, not thirty. Um, and both of them were. They were worse than the one that came before them. Um, so the more they, you watch more
2: Batman movies than the story of Dark Phoenix.
1: Very true, but to me, if the movies were good, it balances. So if you're telling me I've had Dark Phoenix like thirty times, but they were all reasonably good. I wouldn't have an issue seeing it a thirty-first time, but since the both uh, like both the times we've seen it, they've been horrible. Just stop doing the story. I like, just, just stop doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like if Batman did Joker four times and three of them were bad, stop doing it. Like see your odds aren't good. Um, so, so you don't main, want
2: Fantastic Four
1: that's different. One, because I enjoyed the first one. I thought the first one was better than a lot of people think. The, the second one, it seemed like no one had read a Fantastic Four comic. And then the, um, the, the newer one, that doesn't even count. Like, that was easily, like, the worst thing ever created. It, it was up there with Ang Lee's uh, Hulk. So I don't count that. And, and again, I'm not saying don't do um, the heroes. Just Stop doing the same storyline for the villain in the movie. So do Dark Phoenix again. You have other characters to explore in the X-Men world. Uh, we've only seen Apocalypse once, and I'm pretty sure that was Ivan Ooze, not Apocalypse. So he deserves better.
2: Fantastic um, villain, by the way.
1: Amazing villain, but you wouldn't know that by watching the movie, because it well, was I'm really bad.
2: Ivan Ooze, not Apocalypse.
1: Oh, yes, AJ. <laughs> Can you say that one more time, AJ? For the people in the back who keep
2: (laughs) sleeping on that movie,
1: tell them again how much you like Ivan Ooze.
2: Ivan Ooze is a fantastic villain.
1: Thank you. Thank you. So when you guys reboot the Power Rangers by trying to do it the way Stranger Things did, bring in Ivan Ooze. That's the perfect guy to bring in. Make it a scarier version of Power Rangers. Sold. I'll take it. I don't want them to be younger, but I will take it if you give me Ivan Ooze. That is the deal breaker. Um, but, yeah, I'm glad you said that, AJ. He doesn't get enough respect. Um, but, all right, uh, let's move on to you. Um, who are you putting up next on your list?
3: All right, so you guys should have seen this coming. And Juwan, I will take your Charlie Hunter, and I will raise you John Bernthal as Wolverine. Um, and if you guys want to know why I think that's a good idea, you can go to Five Nation. I wrote an article on it. No, I'm joking. I did actually. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, listen. No one wants John Burnfall to return as Frank Castle more than I. But if the case is that we don't get that, um, John Burnfall would be a perfect Wolverine. First of all, yes, the guy is not as short as Wolverine is in the comics, but he's certainly not 6'5", like Hugh Jackman. He's 5'10". He can do the scruffy-ass look. He's bulk. He can do brooding. He can do serious. He can do brutal. And if you needed to have Wolverine cry, guess who can cry really well? John Bernthal. So my man is gruff enough, is badass enough, that he can definitely pull off a uh, war-torn, world-weary Logan, just like we've seen in the past. And, um, yeah, that's my argument there for John Bernthal as Wolverine in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Listen closely, Kevin Feige.
1: See, it's funny. Even though I picked Charlie Hunnam, like my dream is always for Sony to be just like a douche and take Spider-Man back. And then, like, Spike is like, all right, cool. You want to be a douche about it? Cool. They call Tom Hardy, and they're like, dude, how would you like to play Wolverine? And Tom Hardy's like,
3: hell yeah,
1: I'll come right now. And it's like, cool. Don't even do Venom 2. Like, don't even worry about that movie. I'm sure you didn't even sign the deal yet. Come on over here so we can screw Sony for screwing us. Like, that is a dream of mine. And I know. Okay, I can't we, lose Spider-Man, we would lose Spider-Man, but we get Tom Hardy as Wolverine. That's the ultimate trade-off. I've gotten enough Spider-Man movies to have my fill. I need Tom Hardy. I don't. Wolverine. I
3: uh, don't. You're uh, uh, you you Tom Tom a
1: liar. You would pass would up Tom Hardy Tom as Wolverine yes. to keep Spider-Man? Yes. Oh, you're crazy. I'm going to sec-
4: I'm gonna have to second that motion just because Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> that, to be
1: fair, that's biased, though. So I respect it. That's biased. But once I saw that photo of Tom Hardy in black and white with a cigar in his mouth, I'm like, why are we searching for a Wolverine? We have one. It's Tom Hardy. Like, that's just let's the obvious
2: honest. pick. Let's, let's be honest. Here. Boss Logic can make a woman look like Wolverine. We'll be all happy with it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, That's a me, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, to be fair. Everything Tia said uh, supporting um, John Bernthal being Wolverine is exactly what you could say for Tom Hardy. Now, whether you view Tom Hardy as a better actor, that's a debate for another another time. But no one could do grunting better than Tom Hardy. I legit think in Lawless, he didn't say not one word. It was just all grunting.
3: John Bernthal grunted, first of all, not only did he grunt in every episode of Daredevil Season 2, Punisher Season 1, and 2, but every single movie that he's done, he's grunted. I mean, my man can grunt. I love Tom Hardy just as much as the next guy, but, like, you know, you can still have Tom Holland as Spider-Man, you can still have Tom Hardy as Venom, if you put John Bernthal as Wolverine.
1: Yeah, but I'm okay making that deal with the devil and losing <laughs> losing Venom <laughs> so I can get Wolverine. I'm completely okay with that. I, I wasn't that blown away by Venom. I, I'd make that trade-off. I would I'd make it wouldn't any
3: day. You rather the, wouldn't you rather, though, Kevin Spidey bring Venom over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe?
1: No, no, no not over him being Wolverine, no, no never <laughs> no sorry never um but no in, in all seriousness John Bernthal would be a really fun Wolverine I would have absolutely no issues with him um I before he was cast as Punisher would have never thought of him for Punisher so to me he would surprise me in a good way just as much as he did um with Punisher so I'd be 100% okay with that and AJ you're crazy <laughs> Okay, you would give up Tom Holland to have uh, Tom Hardy as Wolverine. You would. I'm telling you, you would. Once that trailer came out, you'd live with it. Uh, <laughs>
2: of course, I'll live with it. But we can still have Spider-Man too.
1: No, no. I'm. I'm. Joe says I'm very sick. Like I'm all or nothing. So <laughs> I either have Wolverine without Spider-Man, or I. I don't have anything. I don't want anything. Um, Christian we, we heard that you would rather keep Spider-Man Dom I am curious will, will you be
3: okay
0: giving up Spider-Man for Wolverine I'm, he's not going to give up on this. A, I'm, I'm definitely a bigger Wolverine fan
1: than Spider-Man fan so that's what I like to hear that's what I like to hear you tell him Dom you tell him that we don't need no more Spider-Man
2: Wolverine's all down I'm saying down. is Spider-Man and Wolverine have good chemistry in the comics that's all I'm going to say they do, but
3: think, of it, like it. think of it like this. Think break of it like
1: this. We have Ryan Reynolds in the MCU. Don't you want a Tom Hardy Wolverine to be that overly annoyed Wolverine with Deadpool always in his ear? Yes, you do. Don't even lie. Don't even think about it. I'm very to do that. I'm <laughs> <Some laughs> very to do master
3: that. Master it's same way. result.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna think this one over over a cigar while I'm sharpening my my Wolverine blade. Okay, I'm gonna think this over. Okay, <laughs> take it under Um, uh, But no, in all seriousness, see, I would definitely love to see John Burns at least do something in the Marvel universe. If he cannot be Punisher again, Wolverine would be a great, uh, great role for him. He would definitely do good things with it. Um, it's a really good pick. Uh, next up. Uh, Dom, I went to you, okay. I always forget if I, if I go to you, Dom. Um, AJ, who would you like to see? And no, it cannot be Tom Holland as Spider-Man.
2: Okay, well, I'm going to pick Norman, Os- Norman Osborn. Um, my first choice, but I, I completely forgot he's already in the MCU. My first choice was Jake Gyllenhaal, but he's already in the MCU. So who I'm going to choose is um, Michael Shannon. Uh, I just think that Michael Shannon can pull off the horrific um, elements of Norman, um, the psychotic. uh, Just Michael Shannon is a trans. He transforms into his roles, and I feel like that he will just fuck up Spider-Man's world, and I would just, I would just completely love it. So yeah, I'm picking Michael Shannon as Norman Osborne. Solid okay. pick.
1: Funny, funny thing about Norman Osborne, because I've heard I've heard everything you just said a lot. Not the casting, just the, the description of um, having someone that could turn into that psychotic uh, Green Goblin. I can almost guarantee you, when we see Norman, we will never see Green Goblin. I believe they're bringing in Norman to replace Tony. Um, so I don't think we will get the Green Goblin. Um, I can almost, almost guarantee you they won't give us the Green Goblin. Now, make a bet? They, AJ, I, once we get off air, text me. We're going to make this bet. <laughs> We're going to make this bet because I'm telling you now what they're trying, to, what I think they're trying to, let me not say it like I know, what I think they're trying to do is the Dark Avengers in the sense of Norman being essentially what Tony was. Um, So that's why when I fancasted Norman, I went for Christian Bale, someone who could be the lovable, um, not playboy, but the lovable billionaire that could turn a switch and just put on an armor and murder someone. Um, But I like Michael Shannon. If they go ultimate goblin, I do not want glider goblin ever again. I want, I want the beast goblin, and I think Michael Shannon could do that really well. Um, so that is what I would like to see him do if he were Norman Um,
2: I think that would be great for him because obviously we see him turn into Doomsday. Um, I would I argue would love... that the glider version of Green Goblin would be better for the MCU just because of *Far From Home*, where they pulled from the. Horror, horror elements with um, Mysterio and the what he's just fucking up Spider-Man's mind. I feel like that they were going to go on the more realistic side of Green Goblin than what Sam Raimi did with the Power Ranger suit. So, I, I just feel like that norm, I feel like that Kevin Feige will do Green Goblin justice. Either way, if it's ultimate um, Green Goblin or not, he'll, he'll still do him justice regardless.
1: I, the, Feige is built an ultimate universe. Like, his universe is ultimate. Every character you see is ultimate. Um, so I don't see them changing the aspect of that now. I think they're going to... If they do use Green Goblin, I think it will be um, the Beast Goblin. And as far as messing up Spider-Man's world, if you remember in the Ultimate comics,
3: Norman Osborn
1: attacked him at his school. So, I mean, you can't get any more <laughs> any more uh you know threatening than the idea of "I know you're Peter Parker. I'll just attack you while you're <laughs> while you're in gym, you know what I'm saying like yeah, so, while you're getting ready for your next class
2: then he also just Larry, <laughs> has sexual with <grunt> safety too <laughs> That's yeah,,
1: yeah, so to me, I think beast goblin would be the way to go. Um, But it's funny that you casted Norman Osborn. That was going to be my next uh, pick. I actually have Timothy Chalamet as Harry Osborn. Um, And what I've always conjured up in my mind was you could have, and this is why I said I think they're going Dark Avengers, you could have it be to where Harry is now the kid whose father isn't just the billionaire, the new billionaire in town. His dad is the new Iron Man. And it's the, the struggle between now that the world knows Peter is Spider-Man, Harry kind of going, like, you know, you'll never be what Tony was because my dad is. Like, you know, and them kind of forming, like, um, you know, kind of becoming enemies that way. Uh, and then you could flirt with the idea of down the road Harry becoming your goblin and allow Norman to just be the Dark Avenger um, and let Harry grow into becoming the, the actual Green Goblin. So it could be layered, and I think that would be the better way to go to layer it, um, because it'd be great, the idea of Harry going to school with Peter every day. Like, I know you're Spider-Man, and Peter's like, I know you're the Green Goblin. And, like, at any moment, they could just start fighting each other. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, and I think Timothy, alongside Tom Holland, I think you'd get oh, amazing good, yeah. chemistry between mm-hmm. the two of those guys. Um, and that's why I went Christian Bale as the father, so you have the cool, suave kind of guy. And then Timothy is the shy, quiet guy um, that, you know, takes an issue with Peter Parker. And maybe it's because Peter's the coolest kid in town since they know he's Spider-Man. Harry has an issue with that. Um, it's just so many different ways you could play around with that. But Timothy should be in the MCU as Harry Osborn. No fans are buts. Whether it's Shannon, whether it's Bill, he should be Harry no matter what. I think we're going to agree on that, right, AJ? Yes. All right, perfect. Um, so really good pick. Like I said, I want Shannon as Beach Goblin. That's what I want desperately. Keep it ultimate. Um, all right, Christian. Before we lose you, I don't want to lose you. Uh, <laughs> give us another pick on on your list. It,
4: it is getting close to my my Irish goodbye. This is probably my uh, <laughs> my last one before I cut out. Um, but I'm switching it up just because his name was thrown out there twice. Uh, Charlie Hunnam. I did have him on my list. Um, but. I had him cast it differently. I had him as uh, Captain Britain, and Mm. just because I I love the MI-13 run, like, that was really cool, Um, and they have a really, outside of, um, I don't remember which Captain America, where they did the more stealth, I always get Civil War and Winter Soldier, I believe it was Winter Winter Soldier, Soldier. where they did a little bit, yeah, Yeah, I did like that kind of feel, so it would be kind of cool to do it again. And let's be honest, I feel like there hasn't been enough uh, white superheroes out there. I feel like they haven't been represented. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like there hasn't been enough representation for. No, um, I really like that run, and they've already introduced. There was uh, the scrolls have already been introduced, and there's a character uh, who he's a scroll, but he's a superhero. Uh, he's always coming out as a John Lennon is his favorite form. So that would be kind of. I always loved his little run in the comics. Um, And I was just so bummed out when that run of the comics that they just killed it because I felt it was great and, like, it should have gone longer. So it would be cool to see it now in the the MCU.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. I just want – I don't think enough people respect Charlie Hunnam. So if I can get Charlie Hunnam in the MCU in a respectable role, sign me up. And I think that would be a lot of fun. I think they need to do more – movies kind of spy-based, like Winter Soldier. That was what changed the game. Remember how stale the MCU was kind of getting? That was around Thor Dark World. That was around Iron Man 3, uh, where the movies just weren't necessarily hitting as good. Uh, And then in comes Winter Soldier. And then from there, then you got Guardians, and they just went on a crazy run. Um, So to do a movie kind of like Winter Soldier, I think, is overdue. I think Falcon and Winter Soldier will probably be the closest thing we get to that. Um, but bringing in a character like that I think would be freaking amazing. Um, and I think Charlie Hunnam could do it in his sleep. Um, so, yeah, I'm completely down with anything that forces people to start respecting Charlie Hunnam more and stop bringing up Pacific Rim to me. <laughs> it's just not fair. Uh, it's not fair, okay? Aegis Alpha wasn't the best in that movie either. So, I mean, come on. The writing wasn't good. Um, I yeah, feel like I, he I just
4: totally can do no wrong.
1: Well, I like I, I was okay
4: with him in Pacific. Rim.
1: I thought that, and then I just saw the movie he did with uh, Matthew McConaughey, and then I was just like, maybe, maybe he just does sh- should stop saying yes to certain roles. Like this okay. wasn't it,
3: wasn't it? So
4: little rant, little rant. So you're talking about The Dark Tower, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Okay, so that is one of my favorite books of all time like those seven books are amazing by stephen king and that story needs to be told it needs to be told right and that was such a garbage movie we talked about it on the podcast multiple times um that definitely needs a game of thrones treatment it needs a lot of money it needs a long run because it's 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 just such a great story that brings a lot of uh, stephen king's worlds together so yeah that movie was garbage and Totally sucked in. It was a waste of Idris Elba for sure.
1: Yeah, it, Idris Elba, yeah, we had this conversation, what, two weeks ago about Will Smith. Idris Elba should be really smart about movies he says yes to going forward, or he will start to become Will Smithish in the sense of Will had a, a really long stretch of movies he should not have said yes to. Um, so it was really good that Hobbs and Shaw was a good movie. And not bad, because if it was bad, I would have been like Idris, you you gotta stop me. <laughs> you gotta wait for like an Oscar film to kind of get your credibility back. But um, no, it, it was it was a really good movie, and Idris is a great actor. Um, but there is a such thing as a bad script, and I think he's had a few of them in his career. One definitely being Dark Tower. Um, uh, but Dark Tower should be a series, a hundred percent. I think I heard something about it. It might be a series. I thought I heard something.
4: Um, Supposedly, no. It was going to be movie, series, movie, series, and then end with a movie, but I don't know if they're going to do that. But that the way they did it, like the book is nowhere near anything what that movie was, like at all, at all, at all, at all.
1: Yeah, I understand. Uh, <laughs> I never read the book, but I know it couldn't have been anywhere near as bad as that movie. So
4: uh, They're I've amazing. I recommend it. Go for it.
1: Um, Christian, before I pass it on, I wanted you to give, um, kind of give us a, a small little, um, drop for yourself. Uh, cause in case you get cut off while someone else is talking, I wanted you to at least plug yourself, um, before that happens. So kind of just really quickly let everyone know where they could find you.
4: Uh, so anywhere you listen to podcasts, um, Stitcher, um, Buzzsprout, um, Apple, iTunes, everywhere you, you can find us there. Uh, you can tweet at us at uh, Nerds with Friend, no S, because someone already took that same at Instagram and Facebook. Um, yeah, mostly a lot of the listeners, you can go on the site, Com. You'll find us there. Uh, I love talking to people who listen to us, so feel free to reach out. I promise we will contact you back. I love talking to, to the listeners. And yeah, that's basically it.
1: All right, make sure you guys check out their podcast. It's amazing, and I'm glad to have you guys part of the Geek Vibes Nation family. And I'm so glad that you joined us for the show tonight. It's been so much fun. Um, oh, so yeah, definitely fun. Let's keep it going. Um, I'm up next. I'm going to go. Um, all right, so this one I thought about a lot, Dom. It's mainly because I loved Hobbs and Shaw so much. And my one-two <laughs> punch that I'm going for is Enchantress. Can you can you guess who I'm gonna cast as Enchantress? Dumb.
0: Oh, um, Vanessa Kirby.
1: You got it, Vanessa Kirby. Oh, um, that's a good one. She is an amazing. I Vanessa Kirby is so good of an actress. You know what? I forgot she was in, and she was in it like a good portion of, of the movie, um, The Last Mission Impossible. Like I rewatched it the other day. Like this, that lady looks really familiar. And then, like I typed in the cast, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's Vanessa Kirby!" Like, yeah, I didn't know she—I didn't remember she was in that movie. Um, but I She's watched a it, over and I'm like, "She was." And then you see her now in Hobbs and Shaw. I'm not going to spoil that for anybody, but me and Dom uh, definitely enjoyed that movie. Um, yeah. She would be a great Enchantress, and I think you could pluck her into the Loki series on Disney Plus. Um, I would love it if the first person Loki ran to after he uh, escapes from the, um, the Avengers, is Enchantress, looking for her to kind of help him get back on the saddle. Uh, and those two go together. Um, you might you don't have to have her for every episode, but you could have her for a few episodes causing havoc with them. And I think that'd be amazing. And to see Vanessa Kirby in that head, um, that, uh, that kind of crown that Enchantress wears. She has the long blonde hair already, so you don't have to change anything with that. I think she'd be amazing for that role. And the next one, the one two punch that I have, because I love Hobbs and Shaw, is Isa Gonzalez. Can you got? Can, I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask everyone if they can guess who I would cast her at. Um, and remember this is in the MCU. Tia, can you guess who I would I would cast her as?
3: I'm sorry, could you repeat that?
1: Isa Gonzalez, uh from, from Baby Driver. She was also in Hobbs and Shaw, but more more so known for Baby Driver. Do you, can you guess on who I would, I would cast her as
3: the MCU? Ooh, now I'm interested. Tell me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to see if someone can, can can come close to seeing where I'm going with,
3: with Gonzalez. No guess, to you? I
2: will never guess. I will never guess because all I see her in as is Catwoman. That's all I see her
3: oh, as. Oh, AJ's got it on the nose right now.
1: Which is funny. Wait, I'm going to ask Dom. Dom, can you guess? Who I would I would cast Miss Gonzalez as? You're
3: I like don't her. I mean the closest person
0: the person, the closest person I like her look kind of said would kinda fit if we somebody like Electra or something to me. Oh she would be a
1: great Electra and I'm kinda Ooh. jealous that was not my pick, so I hate you, Dom. Um we just lost <laughs> Dom, by the way also, I just cut him out the show. Um, no, seriously. Um I'm actually going White Tiger. Gonzalez would be an amazing oh, white yeah. tiger. And it's a character, besides the cartoon uh, and obviously the comics, we have not seen. Um, so that would be a really interesting character that you could bring in. If you do an Iron Fist Shell, you could bring her in there. Um, Shang-Chi, down the road, you could bring her in there. She's very martial arts uh, driven. Um, I would love to see her in a Spider-Man movie, but Joel will never let that happen because he hates the ultimate cartoons. Uh,
2: That's terrible. That that is a travesty.
1: I agree. I agree. Um, But no, I think she'd be an amazing White Tiger, and she'd bring notoriety to it. We just finished saying how MCU brings in characters we've never heard of before and makes them uh, more popular. She would be an amazing White Tiger, and I think she has star power enough to where White Tiger could just be a solo movie (laughs) of her own. Um, to where I think it would be interesting, AJ, you remember this in the cartoon. Remember how Craven was responsible for I think the death of her uncle. I think was yes. the, the storyline, and he was trying to get the charm from her. Bring in Craven. Bring in Craven as, as the main villain. Um, you could definitely do that. You could bring in. You could still use Craven for um, for Spider-Man, uh, but you could also or Black Panther. Into, or Black Panther. Um, you could also bleed him over for a White Tiger movie. Um, I always thought Claire in the Defenders universe was going to be White Tiger. There was so much that set up that she was supposed to be White Tiger. I even asked Cheo, and he refused to answer me. So it felt like she was supposed to be White Tiger. Um, the biggest hint was when Danny was like, pick a weapon, and she went for the claws. Like, the stupidest weapons you could pick for someone who can't fight in small distances. Why'd you pick claws? Like you have to get close to somebody to you. Um, so I thought that was a dead giveaway, but white tiger, Miss Gonzalez would crush it. Um, and I think it's time you bring a character like that. because We don't really have that many Hispanic characters in the MCU. So bring in someone like that, make it popular. Boom. There you go. Um, but all right, let's pass it on. Dom, I'm going to go to you. Who are you putting on your list
0: next? So I have this um this uh this vision I hope that with uh Disney Plus that they can kind of do um like mini series with uh you know, if you have like a, a run of a comic series that is like a, a fan favorite but not necessarily worth a whole movie, you could you can make it into like three one hour episodes or something like that. Um, so I want I want to see Ghost Rider. Uh, I want them to be able to do Ghost Rider like it should be done and kind of make it uh, darker and not kind of you know goofy. Um, and I and I know he's been mentioned twice so far, but I had uh, Charlie Hunnam as a uh, Ghost Rider. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I tell you what, Charlie Hunnam should definitely hire us as uh as his manager. Uh, we make sure that we have that guy constantly working.
3: Um,
1: but yeah, I mean, I don't have any issues with that. I I originally had Kano Reeves as my ghostwriter. Um I just think um, he can not only bring a, a level of cool to it, um, but ghostwriter is somebody that should not have as much dialogue as Nicholas Cage would make you think he should. Um, yeah. To me, piano, God, I uh, what movie. he does with John Wick, it's not much dialogue. It, it's so cool because you don't care about the dialogue. You care about the story, and you care about how dope he looks um, as Ghost Rider, and I think he could do that in his sleep. But the reason Charlie Hunnam works is if you watch Sons of Anarchy, the guy can ride a motorcycle and look cool doing yeah. it. Uh, so it's not out of the realm of possibility to put a chain in his hand uh, and light his head on fire. Um, so I think he'd be great as Ghost Rider. And I think him being Ghost Rider is more possible than him being Wolverine. Um, so, I mean, I, I love that. I would have absolutely no issues with that. I might even go rewatch Sons of Anarchy after this um, just to get that cool factor back. Um, but, yeah, I love that. I'm completely down for Charlie Hunnam as, uh, as Ghost Rider. All right. Thea, um, who you got next? Who you put next up on your list?
3: Ooh, okay. Uh, uh, I have two that I want to do. Uh, well, since uh, Craven was kind of already mentioned earlier, I am going to be predictable and say that, I, well, first of all, I have two picks, whichever way they decide to go with it. Um, obviously, I would pick Pablo Schreiber as uh, Craven, the man, is massive and huge and could just play that role. But then also, um, I really wouldn't mind also Mustafa Shakir playing Kraven. I think either one of those guys, if they were picked for that role, would absolutely kill it no matter what movie they chose to introduce them in, whether it would be in uh, a Spider-Man movie or Black Panther 2. So that's kind of a dual one if they either wanted to pick like Pablo Shriver or Mustafa Shakir.
1: The only reason I would lean more towards Mustafa, Mustafa rather than yeah. Pablo is because he has to have an accent. Now, whether that's a Wakandan accent, whether that's a Russian accent, I need an accent. Like, he cannot just sound American. Like, that—that's n- that's not allowed. That's not acceptable.
3: Um, we so saw Pablo do seen... an accent in American God. It was Irish-ish. More
1: Irish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I haven't seen... A lot of Pablo. I think the only things I remember of Pablo is American Gods and Law and Order. Um, So I haven't seen much of Pablo. So if he's done Russian before, uh, yeah, I definitely do. Um, So if he's done Russian before, then I I apologize, and then I'd be completely fine. His look isn't my issue. Um, My issue is I need the accent. So that's why when Boss Logic said Mustafa, I'm like, sure, because his accent would be Wakandan. So I'm fine with that but he has to have an accent.
3: Yes. Speaking about accents, because um, obviously I watch a lot of Pablo Schreiber stuff, but it is true. I have not ever heard him do a Russian accent, but that reminds me that we have David Harbour playing uh, Red Guardian. Do you believe that he will be able to pull off a Russian accent?
1: To me, Red Guardian isn't uh, a Prominent or dominant characters. So, like, I, I could kind of. I don't want to sound mean, but I could kind of care less. Craven is somebody that's been a huge pillar. Like, if you watch Spider-Man: The Animated Series, you saw Craven a lot. Um And right. I think the, I think majority of us that want Craven now is because we remember Craven from then. Um, and he had a very heavy Say it again?
2: I That Craven's last hunt.
1: Right, right, exactly. So in AJ, me and you being fans of Ultimate Spider-Man, we saw him in that. Every iteration, Sia, of Graven um, has an accent. There's not been uh, one time we've heard Craven without an accent. So to me, it's like if someone can do it and it's an
3: effortless
1: um, accent that sounds natural, cool. Like to me, Red Guardian is someone we'll only see once and never again. Craven is someone you have the ability to expand. So he could be introduced in Black Panther, be exiled from uh, Wakanda, end up in the Spider Man movie. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you could see him yeah. more than once. Um, Red Guardian's only in this one movie. So if David Harbour doesn't do a good job, no one should really care because that's the only time you're going to see him. Um, Craven is someone you want to see bled into two worlds
3: now. Because um, well, of like, Logic, that- Wakanda. Go ahead, I'm sorry. If it and again, that's why I picked like both of them because I would love to see either of them do it. We've already seen that um Mustafa can pull off accent, but I believe that maybe if Pablo was coached properly, he could perhaps like adapt it. I don't think doing an Irish accent is that easy, but for me, I saw I didn't think it was that bad. so maybe it could be one of those cases where he would just have to work with a coach.
1: Yeah, no, it's very doable. My thing is it just has to be um, organic. Like it has to not feel forced. You know what I'm saying? Like perfect yeah. example, Elizabeth Olsen should never do a, a Russian. Like, uh,
3: no. Just, never. Never. <laughs> like <laughs> that football. is
1: forced. Josh Whedon forced that on her. I, I don't even know how much coaching she did, um, but that was horrible. So that's what I mean by it can't sound forced. It has to sound natural. Um, so if he can do it, I, again, like I said, Pablo's body is perfect for crazy. I just have to know he could nail the accent. If he can nail the accent, you got a fan in me, so yeah, I'm completely with you on that. I'm just, outside of, like I said, American God, him doing the, um, the Irish accent, I haven't seen him do any other accent. So it would be interesting to see um, how well he could do it. Uh, but I'm with you on the idea of, he's built for craving. Like, he, his body, he probably wouldn't even have to work out to do it. He would just show up to set like, I'm ready. with my line? <laughs> like, that's all I need. So I'm with you. I, I think he's a great pig, and I think he's a really good actor. Uh, what sold me for him was Law & Order. Um, yeah. Anytime someone outacts uh, Olivia, I kind of pay attention to that. And he outacted her every time. Um, he was amazing. every time. Stole every, every time he sold a thief. Um, so I'm I love the actor. I think he's great. I, I was excited he was gonna be Master Chief so I realized how beautiful he was. Oh my like, god.
3: They're gonna show his
1: face. They're gonna show his face. I, I'm sorry, Theo. I'm always gonna bring this up to you. <laughs> Wait, you've <laughs> never seen De-
3: you've never seen Den of Thieves with um oh god, who else is in that freaking movie? I forget 50 now. 50 Gerard James. Butler. Uh,
1: Gerard Butler, 50 Cent, O'Shea. Um,
3: yeah. Pablo yes. was in that. So, you've seen no. the Pablo movie?
1: Oh, that's right. Yes, I have. I, I was like, where did Tia go? Yes, I did see that movie. I'm sorry. I completely forgot about it. Uh, there you I do like him in that, too. Like I said, I think he's a great actor, Tia. Very beautiful, very built. Gotta wear that mask. If Carl Urban can do it in Judge Dredd, he didn't take that mask off once, Tia. And we can all agree that's a beautiful man. <laughs> He wore it the entirety of that movie. Pablo Triver, who's the just saying that's all I ask. All right, uh, AJ, I think we're on you up next. Um, who would you like to see introduced? Who else would you like
2: to see uh, introduced? I'm, I'm going to go on the same path as you guys are, so I'm going to choose Craven the Hunter, and, but I will choose um, Coleman Domingo. I think that's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I mispronounced it. Um, I just feel like he can pull off the accent. He's a fantastic um actor. If you haven't watched Euphoria yet, you must get on that ASAP. Um he's incredible in Selma and I think it was uh what was the other one? Uh Lincoln. He was good in that as well. I just feel like he can pull off the intensity of Craven the Hunter. Um If they go, if actually I have two actors, it's Coleman and then, um, Jason Mitchell. If they're, if you're going to go the route of Craven hunting, um, white tiger, I would choose Jason Mitchell as Craven the hunter. Uh, I just feel like he can also pull off the intensity. Um, of course, he's going to have to have a a coach for the, what's it called again? Um, God, now I'm blanking. on the accent. There we go. Oh, okay. The accent. Um, yeah. So my it, only it'll issue... be it, it'll depend on which side we go to. It'll be either Jason Mitchell or Coleman Domingo.
1: My only issue with the first pick, not even gonna attempt that name, is if it's the guy. Wait, he wasn't. You're not talking about the guy that was Dr. King, right? No. Okay, I'm trying to picture who you're talking about. So then, my mistake. Then I I don't have an issue because I don't know what he looks like. Uh, body is the biggest thing besides um accent to me. The body has to be has to be built. That's why everyone. You can always you like. can
2: always bulk up the body. You can all, anybody can do that. If you look like at Christian Bale, even though he's not even human, uh, you can see he's all he always bulks up or skins down for his roles. You can, anybody any actor. If they're committed enough, they'll change their body shape for the role, and I feel like he will do that for that role because he's that good of an actor.
1: Fair enough. Like I said, if you can pull it off, I got I got no complaint. You just got it. You got to have the the look. Got to have the actor If you can do both, I got no issues. I mean, Craven to me is it like I don't hold Craven in the same uh, vein as Batman. Like to me, you have to have a lot for me to think you're a good you, you'll be good yeah. enough to be Batman. Um so I mean I don't hold Craven that high, but it's just two things that are just obvious you have to nail. It's the accident and the the body. Um, so if you could do that, I've have, I have no issues, but I don't know what the guy looks like, is is what I'm saying. So um I don't have any uh disputes against it is the point I was trying to get to. Sorry it took so long for me to get to the point. Um but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm completely down with with you, or I refuse to watch Euphoria. That that is just uh, that show is too confusing to me. Uh,
2: <laughs>
1: so that'll probably never happen. But um, uh, all right, let's um let's move on. Very good picks, AJ and TA. You both are, are nailing uh, Craven. I'm excited for Craven. Goodness gracious. Uh, all right, so next up on the list, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go another two I'm gonna go uh, Baker Montgomery um, as Human Torch. I think he'd be an amazing Johnny Storm. I don't think I need to sell you guys on that. I think you guys can understand oh, I love why that. he'd be an amazing uh, Human Torch. And as my second pick for the X Men, we've gone over Xavier, Magneto, Wolverine. I'm gonna go Jean Grey, and for Jean Grey, I'm going to go Amelia Clark. I think she'd be an amazing Jean Grey. I think the acting is there. I think if you follow AJ, who apparently is okay saying the same storyline, and you do Dark Phoenix, you know she <laughs> can handle that level of
2: intensity. Um, I mean, you can do own... the same storyline, but you can have a different execu- execution and make it but so much better than.
1: Let me ask you this. Let me ask, you, even though I completely trust Spidey, so I do believe it would be different in all seriousness. But let me ask you this, AJ. What is the difference between the Fox, Dark Phoenix? Stark? <laughs> What's the difference between those two movies, if I may
2: ask you? Honestly, I didn't watch the Dark Phoenix that came out. <laughs> <Seriously>. <laughs> that
1: sums that up, AJ. But why were you arguing with me, man? We don't need another one tonight. I can't even see that one. <laughs> Goodness gracious, goodness gracious. AJ just wants to disagree with me today. He's, he's on a roll. <laughs> um, but no, uh, Amelia Clark as Jean Grey, Dacre Montgomery as um, the Human Torch, and that's all I'm going to give for now. That's all I'm going to give for now. So I'm going go with those two picks. Um, Alright, I'm going to pass it to you, Dom. Who are you putting on your list next?
0: Okay, so in keeping with me wanting a little series, um, to go along with my Ghost Rider, I want to see The Punisher, and I want to keep it John Bernthal. Um, I think him and Charlie Hunnam, if they were able to do kind of... One of my favorite comics when I was uh, younger was The Dark Design, which is Wolverine, Punisher, and Ghost Rider. And um, yeah, I think I I would really like to see that kind of a... Uh, Because since they're all three of the characters have usually very dark uh, storylines and with um, if the Punisher show is any indication that they can have a successful darker show um, I think Ghost Rider and Punisher with those two actors would be fantastic.
3: Yeah, Um, I I thought you were trying to recast my John Bernthal and I was going to be like we can't be friends anymore.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not at all.
1: Yeah. Tia was ready Tia was ready to jump you down. <laughs> Tia was ready to go all medieval. Um but no, I mean I I like that. I mean to me, I like I said, if you tell me all I can have is Daredevil, Moon Knight, Ghost Rider and Punisher, I'd be a happy camper. I wouldn't need much else. Um right. because of how deep you can go with those characters. It's just, it's the perfect uh, group of guys to kind of just build a story with. Um, and I'd rather that be the next team up that we see is with those darker characters. Um, mm-hmm. I just, I, I need to be less campy. And unfortunately, that's what Luke Cage and Iron Fist were. Um, so if you tell me I can get a darker world where I can get more serious, um, I'm completely game for that. I actually prefer it now.
0: <laughs> that,
1: that's what I want. Um, what was I going to say? But, yeah, so, I mean, I, I love I love that idea. I completely love that idea. And I think Bernthal, Hunnam, uh, Charlie Cox, if you bring them back, I think it makes for a really, really, really fun uh, design of characters and a great story. Um, so hopefully we get that. Uh, AJ, oh, no, Tia, sorry. Sorry, AJ. <laughs> Tia, <laughs> who would you like to see uh, introduced next in the interview?
3: Uh, I'm going to say really quickly, by the way, I really hope that we see Charlie Cox return only because I just don't think anyone could execute Matt Murdoch um, like a- as well as he did, just like the eye movement and everything like that. I just don't know how you would get an actor who would be able to master that as well. So if we could see Charlie, sorry, go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say, you know what's funny? I actually think Richard Madden could do a really good Daredevil.
3: Um,
1: and Too bad, out No, he is. He is. I'm just. Tia was saying uh, she couldn't see anyone else, and all, albeit I agree, mainly because of my bias, cause I <laughs> I make this joke all the time. Me and Charlie Cox are friends. Like when I bumped into him, like he said <laughs> hi to me, so, like we're now friends. Um. But, no, uh, I think Richard Madden could do a really good job. Uh, Him and – I had someone else in mind for for Daredevil if they were to do a movie. I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, they're just two people. So I brought it up to say I agree with you, Tia. Not many people can do it. But if I had to choose, I'd probably go Richard Madden. I think he could do a really good job.
3: Um, You know, it's like – it's like you had Ben Affleck in that horrible movie, and all he was doing the whole time was looking upwards. And like, have you ever met a blind person? They don't just look upwards the whole entire time. So it was just like, you know, Charlie Cox about that, like, whole, like, not focusing on one thing, you know, the whole entire time. But anyway, I know that's not the point of this podcast. I just wanted to throw my two cents out there. Um, my next tip is going to be a little weird. And I know that not everyone, like, regards him as a good actor. I personally think that he is a good actor. He just hasn't um, gotten great work. He falls probably into the Will Smith category where he just takes things and probably should be a little pickier about the script. But um, Joel Kenneman as Cyclops. I was thinking about just trying to, like, sit there, put this list together. And for some reason, I can really see his, like, facial structure, with the, you know, visor on, I think that he would be a good build to be Cyclops. I think that he's a, around a good age for that. I don't want to see a super young X-Men, you know? Um, I was fine with the age bracket of the original X-Men. So I think that if you got Joel Kidman in, he would be a really good Cyclops. And I would just, I would think that would be interesting to see. And also, I just really want Joel Kinnaman to get the career that I believe personally he deserves. So being in the MCU would obviously give that to him.
1: I actually had Joel Kinnaman, believe it or not, as Beta Ray Bill. Um, Ah. I think the comedic timing of him and Chris Hemsworth would be amazing.
3: Um,
1: Albeit you obviously would not see Joel Kinnaman's face because he's Beta Ray Bill. Um, I just think could do justice to Beta Ray Bill. And I don't want Beta to kind of just be a body with someone else being the voice. I'd rather that be all one person. And I think Joel Kinnaman could do Beta Ray Bill. Um, Cyclops? Uh, I mean, yeah. Only because I, I a lot of people are going to uh, crucify me for this. I didn't like the actor from the original X-Men uh, movies. I didn't think he was the best Cyclops. Um, I also I know. don't think they were the best of movies. Uh, I legit think, outside of Hugh Jackman and Patrick Stewart and, and Ian McKellen, that movie was a wash for me. Uh, all, all three of those movies were a wash for me.
3: Um,
1: so I know I'm going to get completely roasted, probably by Kanan, uh, but that <laughs> wasn't really sold on his Cyclops. Um, so I'm game for anyone. <laughs> Give it a shot. Uh, I really liked what the, the kid from the newer X-Men was doing with Scott. I, I liked this Scott. Um, I think he was dealt bad scripts for Apocalypse and uh, uh, what's the other one? Um, Dark Phoenix. But I really like him as an actor. Um, so I would like to see more from him. But as far as Joel Kinnaman, I wouldn't really have any issues against it. I'd much rather see him as Beta Ray Bill. But to me, you know what the biggest uh, defining is for Joel Kinnaman Cyclops Cyclopsia? It depends on who they cast as Wolverine. Because I need to know that You know Joel Kinnaman and whoever they cast as Wolverine have great chemistry, like great comedic timing against each other. Uh, Because that's pretty much all Wolverine and Cyclops do is just make fun of each other all the time. Um, So to me, I have to know that that is there. So that's the biggest thing I would look forward to is just seeing that cast
3: for for Wolverine. And the thing is that I don't know if you've ever watched uh, Altered Carbon that has Joel Kinnaman in it. But he has those, like, sarcastic quips that he could come out with. So if you had, like, a good Wolverine and they, as you said, had that good chemistry where they can kind of bounce back and forth from each other, that would be great. Yeah.
1: So I have no issue with Joel Kinnaman. I, I know I give him a lot of slack but, uh, uh, but uh, I would not mind him as um, Cyclops, not at all. Um, All right, AJ, we're going to you. Who else are you putting in the MCU?
2: All right, well, I'm just going to do the cast for the Fantastic Four minus uh, The Thing because my original casting for The Thing was David Harbour. But sadly, and most exciting, he's already going to be in the MCU, so that's a good thing. For me, bad thing because I honestly want him to be The Thing. Anyway, um, for Doctor Doom, I have Ben Barnes just because he's a fantastic actor. He plays villains really well. Um, for um, Johnny um, Human Human Torch, I have Zac Efron. I just Zac Efron for me really is starting to become better as an actor throughout. The years, which I really like. He can play the hot-headed. Um, if he wants to be serious, he can be serious. He his range is really a lot, so I think he'll do good as Johnny Storm. Um, for Susan, I'll have um Blake Lively just because I just, I just love Blake Lively. What was that? Anyway, I I just love Blake Lively. Um her in a simple favor. I, <laughs> I, I literally just fell in love with her even though she was freaking psychotic. Um, uh, who else? Um, Mr. Fantastic. Uh, I have I don't know how to say his name. Um, Michael Fusman? I don't know how to say hey, his name. Uh, yeah, I'm not familiar with he, who he is. He, what are he playing? I just had it. Anyway, um, I just feel like he. No, actually, let me see where he played him. I forgot what he played him. This was a while back that I put this on here. here but yeah, go. as far as um, Oh, you got it. Okay. Um, he's in Game of Thrones, um, Age of Adaline. Uh, that yeah, that's actually basically all. Uh, what did he play in? Oh, he played um, damn, how do you say his name? Dario Naharis, I forgot. I don't know how to say his character's name in Game of Thrones. But anyway, okay. he, he's, he's a great actor. Um, I feel like he can play the role of Mr. Fantastic really well. And I think that him and Blake Lively will work on chemistry, will go well together. So, yeah, that's my whole cast for the Fantastic Four. And Dr. Yeah, Doom. you
1: better you better relax with those um Blake Lively, uh, compliments Ryan Reynolds. Not play. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> be careful, AJ. You know, be careful. Um, but no, seriously. I mean, I, I have no issue with that. I prefer Zach to be. Again, I have no idea what DC's doing. They're introducing Batgirl before we even have Batman. Um, so if that's not in the same universe, and they're just doing, you know, single films. I mean, um, do they want, do they have
2: it already finished? They don't. They're not even start rolling, have they? For Batgirl? Uh,
1: no. But it's their prior According to the report, it's their priority. So it's something that they're looking to start shooting next year. So we should have a casting, I assume, by the end of the year. Um, for well, that even
2: pre-production, isn't it? I don't think it's in pre-production yet. No. Batman is.
1: Oh, the Batman! No, 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 no. That I thought you were talking about. Um, uh.
2: Batgirl, I'm sorry. The Batman, no. It's uh, Bat, Batgirl isn't in pre-production yet, is it? No, no, no.
1: That, that's what I, said. I thought you were talking about. That's
2: what
1: I was saying. No, it's, it's not yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, Zach Efron is who I always wanted to be Nightwing. Um, I still want him to be Nightwing. Uh, I mean, he could still do, be Nightwing. <laughs> yeah, you can't do better charming-wise. Well, no, if, if he's Johnny Storm, Fantastic Four are going to play huge parts in the MCU. There's no way they're going to give him freedom to, uh, to do both. <laughs> characters, both characters are way drink. too important. You yeah, both drink. characters are way too important.
2: Say it again? That's said you can always drink.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. But then you got to wake up. Um, but, um, I, I do like him as, as Johnny Storm. Uh, he can handle the comedic uh, side of Johnny perfectly, the immature John, uh, Johnny Storm. Um, and just seeing Zach Efron as a superhero would be awesome, um, mainly because I just kind of feel like he hasn't been respected enough. I put him in the same category. I put Charlie Hunnaman. People just sleep on him, uh, and it's mainly because, like, the last thing they are seeing him in was High School Musical, and it's like, you do know actors grow, right? Like, that's not all he's ever done, um, but yeah, I would be completely fine with that. I'm still on Emily Blunt and John Krasinski till so it does not happen. Um, ben Barnes, Ben Barnes, you said you wanted as the thing or uh Doctor Doom? Doctor Doom. Ben Barnes would could easily do that role. I just I I only have two people in mind and that's Matt Mickelson and um Michael Fassbender. Like to me those are the only people that could that could do justice
2: for um Doctor Doom. But I would not I'm honestly tired of I think Matt Mickelson just Play is the same character. I, I don't know. That's probably just me, but uh, I think I'm going tired of <laughs> his characters and movies.
1: Okay, that's the only so, reason
2: why I didn't do them. Yeah.
1: Small rule I want to implement on this show: Tia is not allowed to slander Ben Affleck anymore, and you are not allowed <laughs> to slander Matt <Mads laughs> Um you just want to put both of those in a jar, close it up. Seal it and throw it in the ocean. Uh, okay, but
3: only smaller. until you, only until you stop talking about Pablo not wearing the helmet in Halo. You do that, uh, I'll stop harping on Ben Affleck. All right,
1: well then forget my rule because that'll never happen. <laughs> it, it will only intensify the closer we get to the show coming out. Um, like I can already see it now. The first official photo. That they show us will be him without the battle. I I, just, I can feel it in my core. Um, so I'm already getting angry. Um, but uh, I do like your uh your casting for the first family. Uh, AJ. I just want to see them. I mean, at this point, you can cast dogs and cats. I just want the, the oh, Fantastic Four yeah. to be in the MCU. Um, because it's been long enough. Bring the first family home. Um, so you do that. I'm a, I'm a happy camper. Sorry. Um, but, uh, sorry, I completely, I got used to Christian being on here, so I was about to say, Christian, who you got next? But he's long gone. Um, all right, so I'm up next. Um, I'm going to throw a few names out there to kind of wrap up my, my end, since it's not going to come back to me. I got Andrew Lincoln as Moon Knight. I got, um, Nikolaj Poster-Waldau as Adam Warlock. And I got, of course, Michael Fassbender as Doctor Doom. So those are my. How many was that? Three. I, I'm so tired. Um, but that's that's my remaining of my list. I managed to get through all 19 of mine. So proud of myself. Um, Tia, who else are you putting on your list?
3: I'm putting uh, Jason Doring as Mister Fantastic. Um, I put Harry Lloyd as Professor X. If you wanted to go in a younger uh, route. I know that he plays it already on Legion, but I think that's pretty cool and wouldn't mind seeing it in the MCU. And I put Tom Pelfrey as Moon Knight. Yeah, that's not bad at all. That's not bad
1: at all. I only went Andrew because I'm like, I always thought Andrew would be a good Batman on the CW. And I'm like, well, if he can't do Batman on the CW, what can he do Batman like? Oh, Moon Knight which is Marvel's Batman. I'm like, yeah, he, he can definitely do that. Um, like, I know a lot of people want the guy who played Freddie Mercury from, um, I mean, who played Freddie Mercury to be Moon Knight. I just, I, I I can't see it. Uh, but, I mean, he's a good actor. I, I, I don't know. It's just weird for me to see him as Moon Knight. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just need Moon Knight. Please bring him into the, the universe at some point, please. It's a very fun character. Uh we got Taskmaster for God's sake. It's time we get uh Moon Knight. Um Dom, who you got uh rounding out of your list.
0: Uh so I have uh John uh John Ham is Wolverine. Ooh. I have um so this is partly because I just interviewed both of them, but I have um Michael Rourke as Doctor Doom and um, Hunter Cloudus as Human Torch. And I have, because I really want to see the rogue that I loved as a kid, I have Emmy uh, Rossum as Rogue. Emmy? You
1: said Emmy Rossum from. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, God, what's that show? You know what I'm talking Five about. Right? Sh- shameless?
0: Yeah, Shameless.
1: Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, unfortunately, I think...
0: and, unfortunately, she was also in that terrible Dragon Ball Z movie. No, no. That no, was no, no, perfection.
2: No, 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 no. Excuse me, sir. That was so perfection. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. Please AJ. be joking. AJ, I will legit
1: cut your mic. That is not what you a geek Like, I mean, we're all free to have our own opinions, but AJ, come on, man. <laughs>
2: Like
3: people already, gonna, people already
1: are going to, people already are going to crucify us for loving Ivan. please
3: don't be the guy that enjoys
1: um, dragon ball evolution. Um, but no, the point I was trying to make Dom, was that that's not an actual movie. That was apparently a bad dream. We all had, so uh, she wasn't in it. She wasn't in it. So we don't have to bring that up. Um, I actually for rogue weirdly, I wanted Natalie Dwyer. Um, I think she could do a really good Rogue, but I never thought Emmy. Uh she'd be really good. She'd be really 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 good. I didn't Rogue have like a New Orleans accent? I couldn't remember. Didn't she have like an accent?
0: Yeah, yeah. That, what kind of, accent? I, what kind of Southern accent. I don't
1: know how I don't know how tied to that accent I am. I think that might be one of the accents that I'm okay not having. <laughs> um but I know a lot of people are going to be a stickler the same way I was about um, Craven. So, you know, you got, you got to take the long run. Uh But I think acting-wise, she'd be really good, so I wouldn't have any issues with
2: that whatsoever.
1: Um, AJ, we're going to pass it over to you. Round out your
2: list. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say that Dragon Ball Evolution is an incredible movie, first off. Second off, <laughs> uh, Last He's joking, Airbender
1: everyone. Is, He's joking.
2: Last Airbender is number one film of all time. <laughs> if anybody disagrees, <laughs> if anybody disagrees, you have no taste in movies.
1: AJ I is practicing to be movies. a
2: comedian. He's practicing to be a comedian, <laughs> so don't worry, everybody. It's okay. It's getting late for me. I got to wake up 7 in the morning. Anyway. Uh... I'm going to do um White Tiger and I'm going to um, have a new act, well, for film, I'm going to make it as a film. For a film, she'll be new to it. I'm going to have Isabella Gomez, who does um, mostly TV series like Modern Family and One Day at a Time. Um, Before everybody gets mad because she's a TV star and going, I know how people get when TV star gives to movies. Sometimes they're not good, sometimes they're really good, but I have high hopes that she'll be good because Zendaya came from television and went to movies and she is perfectly fine. So I just want to bring in someone new because we all been talking about actors that have been in films for a while. So, yeah, I'll choose Isabella Gomez for White Tiger.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I like that. still prefer Gonzalez only because of she's the bigger name um and you could sell more tickets that way but if you're doing a series i like your pick uh, i don't necessarily want gonzalez for a series i'd rather it be a movie um but for a series i, I like your pick i just want white tiger like i know i've said this for like almost every character we, we've mentioned tonight um but i just want white tiger i i'm a huge fan of hers is really upset that Rosario wasn't White Tiger in uh, Marvel's Netflix. So hopefully Feige or somebody decides that White Tiger is necessary uh, and we get her soon. I mean, if you reintroduce the Netflix characters on Hulu, bring her into Iron Fist. Bring her into Daredevil. like Bring her into those shows. Um, we need White Tiger. We need more representation from the Hispanic side. And she is one of one of the names, not one of the bigger names, but one of the names, because there's not many, unfortunately. Um, so I mean, yeah, we, we need White Tiger. We desperately need White Tiger. Um, I like all of our all of our lists. I think we gave Kevin Feige a lot of good ideas for Phase Five. Um, you know, everyone had a great list. Mine was obviously better than all of yours, but we all had great <laughs> lists. <laughs> Um and just for the record, everyone listening, AJ was not serious. I don't know how many more times <laughs> I could say that. I just need to stress that
2: he's tired. No one hates been a long Dragon Day. Ball Evolution more than I do. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I I legit think that was the
1: perfect example of you Americanizing something without doing any of the homework. Like they've never it seen an episode of Dragon Ball. Z. Bro.
2: It was Honestly, it was I hate bad. All anime, anime live action movies—they're all disgusting, and I hate them so much. I I've liked, I've
1: liked a few. I <laughs> like Death Note. I thought Death Note
3: was good. I, really I hated Death
2: about... Note with a passion. No, see,
3: here's thing the I would funny say thing. Is
2: Alita Battle Angel. I actually enjoy the Battle Angel. AJ actually I loves that.
3: Ghost in the Shell. He thinks that uh, Scarlett Johansson just did an amazing job with that character, right, AJ? wait what if you, ask, if you ask Scarlett
1: Johansson she thought she did a good job with that character um, but to, to to end this on a good note I want to thank Christian uh, make sure you guys check out his podcast Nerds with Friend. Um, he did an amazing uh, job joining us tonight, thank you AJ, thank you Dom make sure you guys go check out Dom's video on our YouTube page, uh, thank you Tia everyone stay tuned for Top 10 tomorrow night Geek Vibes Live on Sunday, and also me and Dom are going to be reviewing Hobbs and Shaw. so stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for joining us for another episode of Geek Against the Green. We'll see Wait, you same time, same place. The so review Sunday. Text me, AJ. But we'll see you guys okay. same time, same place next week. Peace. Mm-hmm.